0: Would you call yourself a socialist? Uh, no.
1: You've never told a lie in politics?
2: No, no. See,
1: somebody sent me a video actually last Friday and it had you talking
3: at the Socialist Committee. Oh, yes, right, yes, yes. And you mentioned the word comrade uh, about four
4: times in a minute. What was that about? It
2: was a rally and I was about 25 years old. comrade, 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 comrade. Comrade. Comrade, 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 comrade. It was in 2009. Mm. Oh, well, I can't remember which country it was in. That has changed since those days? No, not particularly. No. If you are caught in a lie or caught intentionally... Misleading the New Zealand
5: public, how would you expect to be held to account? For
2: that? Well, I actually believe that it is possible to exist in politics without lying. We drummed that messaging around the dangers of COVID pretty diligently for a full two-week period of sustained propaganda. Of sustained propaganda. CA will be adding a warning to two of the COVID vaccines. It comes after a CDC advisory panel found that there is a likely association between the vaccines and a rare heart inflammation in young people. The heart condition is called myocarditis. It's an inflammation of the heart
0: muscle. The most common cause is a viral infection. Your heart muscle is not able to pump as efficiently as it does if it doesn't have a viral inflammation.
2: Now, word that the mRNA vaccines may be associated with more than 1,200 cases of this rare heart inflammation in young people. The problem
6: is more likely after the second shot. Now, we can't assume that the Delta variant came from China. It very well could have come from the United States. In fact, I have some very credible virologists who happen to be my best friends who think this strand may have come from a hot Bikram yoga class in either Portland, Oregon or Brooklyn, New York, because this is a small unventilated room filled with hipsters who are not showering. They're not sanitizing. They're definitely not shaving the genitals or their underarms. That's a lot of bacteria that can build up and create what I like to call a super droplet. Now, if this lands on a genital and somebody hits the town and starts, you know what? Keep in mind, these are polyamorous people. So they have anywhere between five to 10 to 700 partners. This could be a real super spreader event, so you've got to get your third shot, and if you don't, just get over it.
4: Well, I don't know how that crept in there.
6: (laughs) He's a great guy, you know? Did you put that in?
3: Me? just arrived. Yeah. This is a family show.
4: Yeah,
3: the genitals. I know. It's terrible. It's genital genital modifications, what's going on here, I think.
4: I don't know. Anyway, four past uh, eight, we've got John Ansell. Hello, John. How are you? Hello. Oh, I'm adequate. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> that was Felchy. <foul laughs> That's a guy called Tyler Fisher. Look him up. Never on quite YouTube. the same after Very me. Very funny man. Yep. Yeah. Tyler Fisher. Um, now we've got someone in the in the host box, John. Uh, it says Perv Perver. No, it's not Perv Perv, perv N Z X. Is that is that anyone we know?
3: It's not Perv Grant. It's PEV. Now, it might well PEV. be the f- first two letters of PEM. Uh, it might be the first two letters uh, of PEM, I'm thinking. It was Fauci
4: that did that to me. Sorry about that. Yeah.
3: Shall we bring him in now? No. By PEV. all means. Um, all right. We'll say
1: hello to PEV. That. Hello. Is that you, PEM? Yes, mm. this is me, John. That's PEM. Pembert. Great. I
3: Great. think this is supposed to be. Grant got us off to a, a wonderful start by calling you a PERV. Sorry about that. Yeah, thanks, me I can't spell. I'm les- oh. dyslexic.
4: Dyslexic, dyslexic. Yeah, one or, dis- or the other. <laughs> That's me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Hopefully, we'll improve as the night goes on. I hope so too. I hope is, so, uh, so too.
6: Is Pim coming
3: through? Is Pim coming through all right? Because um, coming through loud and clear. Doesn't yep. have a, doesn't have there a headset, so I've suggested he speaks close to the phone like me, but Brilliant. Uh, Brilliant. with the sound dev- level down.
4: Yeah, no, that's really good. And just hold it off to one side so we don't breathe on it. That 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 helps. Oh, yeah, okay. so very good. Well look, I'll I'll leave you guys to it. So I'm looking forward to hearing tonight's uh, live cast.
3: Yeah, so am I. Um well best. this is this is uh, John Ansell here and and we have as a special guest my special friend. My new friend, um Pim Bird from the vaccine hesitancy capital of the universe, Murupara. Which is where is it, uh, PM? You tell us. I've been there twice to see you. Where did I go?
1: What what part of the? We're in a we're in a we're in a uh, a valley, um, almost the middle of the North Island. Um, Forty five k southeast of Rotorua, and then yeah. now. Uh, north of Topo in between sort of. On the road to the wilderness Retahun and Maikarimona. Yes, you're
3: you're not you're not as far as Tuhoi, you're Nati Manoa, aren't you?
1: I think. Yeah. People of the heart, Manawa heart. Heart people.
3: Yeah. And and you're 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 quite a big shot, are you, Pem? Pem Bird, ladies and gentlemen. Um is a senior komatua of uh, his marae, but he was one of the founders of the Māori Party, one of the presidents of the Māori Party. Uh, You were due to be a minister of the Anglican Church. You founded a school, a kura, of which you are, are or were the principal and you have because of your stance on this thing that is laughingly known as a vaccine you are excluded from all of those institutions that have really made up your life uh, and i asked you how that felt and you said john uh-huh. i've never felt more liberated <laughs> just extraordinary extraordinary attitude i should let you speak shouldn't i for some for some small period of this uh, of this chat. But um, how did we get back in touch? Because we, we used to have a little bit of verbal fisticuffs over over a certain other issue um, to do with sovereignty and all that. And we've got back in touch in a very positive way and it's down to you, really. Pim, speak, please.
1: Yes. You. Yes, John. Um, thank you. And thanks for this opportunity, Grant, to speak. Yeah. Uh, So, um, John, yes, we used to be adversarial in nature, uh, in in everything, I think. (laughs) But it's interesting, and interesting, when what's happened to this country happened, we suddenly recognized the common foe. Yeah. Pretty early in the peace, I saw a video of you. A video of you... um, Going absolutely um, giving somebody the verbal bash and accusing him of of uh, wanting to harm and kill children, and that got my immediate attention. And I fed in and says, good on, you John, you got it right." And then following that, we decided we'd meet. You came to Murupara. We met. We had something to eat at our cafe, and we kept in touch very much on the same yeah. wavelength. Yeah. And we met many interesting people, leaders on our way, and people who are going to make a difference, I think, going forward. So that, that's sort of um, my take, John, about and we 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 got a friendship. Yeah yeah it's clear perhaps. what we have to do but so yeah. yeah so um now i've got this opportunity to to um to be with you and to express my thoughts about what's happening and we
3: uh we had a good meeting we're going to tell people where we met that first time apart from at uh, at the cafe where you shouted me lunch and thank you for that um i then went off on my way down from uh, tauranga to to Taupo. then I came back because I thought actually, I think we'll go back and have another chat to Pim and we'll we'll record it. So we, we made a little recording, and um, and uh, we had a great a, a great day that day as well. Um, yes, you, you at, my, that, at my
1: office at the Kura.
3: Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's right. You you are not supposed to be there, are you?
1: No, but I don't do what I'm told all the time.
3: No. It's a disgrace what happened to you, not just from one institution, but I think five or is it six? Because I think I left one out. I think I left your union out as another one that's excluded you. You're a very charming man, and I've I've been on these uh, podcasts. You've very graciously invited me on, not podcasts, Zoom calls. Zooey, you call them, don't you? Clever. <laughs> He's Zui, um, Zoom Hui. Um, who'd have thought? You know, me uh, on, uh, on 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 Zui with uh, fifteen or so uh, Maori people, um, yes. and me, mm. and uh, listening and listening and learning, and occasionally contributing. But uh, I found it a very warm and enriching experience. Um, Hearing the the way you you guys operate, very very courteously. That's the first thing I noticed. Um, uh, very welcoming, uh, and um, because we have a shared interest in uh, stopping this, what I think we all agree is a genocide. And these people that you've introduced me to are, I think, without exception, Christian people. Christian. Mari. so um, they are yes. peaceful yes. but I think uh, the peacefulness you know hopefully in this country has its limits uh, I'm not suggesting violence but i'm I'm suggesting that a, a certain amount of standing up needs to be done, and hopefully you know you, you the connections you have will. Will assist in that um, very well organised group. Lots of connections. You, you are you are the one they look up to. You you are always referred to as Papa Pem, uh, and that is a mark of your presumably a mark of your mana. And I hadn't realised you were such a big deal when when we used to spar on uh, online on other matters. <laughs> I hadn't realised you were quite that uh, <laughs> quite that important, <laughs> which you'll deny. But um, you'll deny that you're that important, I think. But uh, that's the way it comes across to me from the way that other people um, uh, defer to you or respect you. So when you speak, it seems to matter and that's good that means I'm dealing with somebody who can who can get things done if you deem it uh, appropriate and uh, so thank you for including me in those in those groups and uh, what are we going to do then we've got seventeen days and she starts effectively killing five year olds uh, because some of them will Die if the overseas experience of the of the bioweapon is anything to go by. Uh, none of them will die of the virus. So if only one dies of the vaccine, that can fairly be called murder, it seems to me. What do you think? They've started earlier in your neck of the woods, haven't they? I'll let you speak.
1: Yes, and um, John... I've always said that um, COVID is a convenient cover for COVID operation that's going to become more overt by the day. Now we can all see what's happening. Yeah. We had three cases of COVID here, right, a week ago, all fully recovered. Wow. Didn't generate any fear in our community. we no. a doctor is that- who's been persecuted. Mm. A doctor who's been persecuted. He's seen through it all. He looked after them and they find out and about walking, reunited with the Fano. We don't give in, we don't bow down to the fear, to the propaganda.
3: No. The only no. reason I'd heard of Murupara before I realised you lived there was this wonderful doctor that had made its way through to me. In my general knowledge, because of following this issue, there was a guy in this small town, which I'd scarcely heard of, called Dr. Bernard Conlon. And you, you may care to tell us more about him. I've spoken to him on, a, on the podcast, sorry, uh, on, the, on the Zooey, but you know him much better. So <laughs> give us the lowdown on, uh, on, on yeah. that wonderful Irishman. He came
1: out to New Zealand just over 30 years ago from Ireland and he came here to New Zealand. Uh, he was offered uh, an internship and Murupara, he came here and then uh, liked what he saw, but then he was called back to Aussie, to Australia. He was called over to Australia. He did a stint there. And then suddenly the job became available, the medical centre here in Murupara, and he expressed his desire to come here. So he came here as a single man, uh, thirty years ago, just over thirty years ago, wow, and and served this community, with small communities, of populations of the, we're the biggest of seventeen hundred. Kaiwharawhara further down is about five hundred. Then you head up into Ruatahu, which is an hour away from here, Minganui. all predominantly Māori people. And, and he, he has served his community faithfully, earned the, the trust, respect, and love. We love him. Yeah. And when and they did this through, to him, through. they accused him of being an anti-vaxxer. We're just we're standing solidly with him wherever this goes. It twists and turns. We are... With him, we we're not going to let him stand alone, not for one moment. And he is in trouble
3: because, as I understand it, he has or had found this terrible uh, narcotic, uh, dangerous drug called ivermectin, <laughs> which actually fixes people, so it must be banned. Um, it's cured people all over the world. It's enabled them not to get COVID and it's cured them when they have uh, in tandem with uh, you know, with a regime of other treatments. But he, uh, is that the reason that he is being
1: hounded no, by not the… No, quite like that. He was oh. invited by the local uh, haura, iwi haura group to come and speak at their meeting and they had with the panel of uh, health People from Mountsado of Muripara, and uh, he talked about um, people being able to make an informed decision. Right? Mm. They talk about the Hippocratic oath. Patients are told, explained that, that what's happened to them, what the ailment is, and what the treatments would-be, and he sums them up, so they do due diligence, right? Mm. And so he talked in the case of pregnant women as an example of, the, of, of the getting the jab. And because of that, uh, they disliked intensely what he said, and from that moment on, they've been after him. Is that so safe? making med an informed decision is mandated? You take the jab. Yeah, the decision's yeah. been made, Mister Connan. How dare you? When, how dare you argue against that and have an informed decision?
3: A decision which even they acknowledge does cause some deaths and serious adverse reactions not as many deaths as we know exist but it's amazing that they require you to take something that they know full well cause the most amazing adverse reactions and that, that But I wouldn't call them amazing well I mean amazingly bad adverse reactions yes. um, at an amazing level far in excess of a normal vaccine um, I live
1: in a, I live in a very interesting community, in that we have a healthy distrust of government orders. We, we've learned f- since the 1800s our first our first um, encounter with an official, and since then there's been about six other encounters who betrayed us. And so we have this healthy distrust, the last one being the vaccine. Yes. We could see through it from day one. Or some of started. us, not all of us, but here in Murupara, we saw it for what it was. And uh, because of that, you know, um, September last year, our Prime Minister... Mr Hipkins, there was a used to be a woman on there with um really thing here I've forgotten her name. <laughs> they all said it will not be mandated no no of course it won't be yeah and then and then less than a few months later they they mandated it. you're going to get it right yeah and uh i i i um said that's not gonna to happen to me. And because I didn't I uh, was not allowed to be at my school physically. Yeah. The school he you might, found uh, in any way I've taken away everything I love. Yeah the school you the school you invented. Yes, mm. yeah that's right. <laughs> Twenty one years ago. And and then um my church I got into my bishop My bishop, um, he wanted to know what I was doing, going to freedom rallies and speaking out. So he asked to see me. I went to see him. And he said, I've heard rumors about you. And I said, they're not rumors, bishop. They're the truth. Then I told him what I was doing and why I was doing it. And the outcome of that was... His response was, I'll let you know that the vaccine is a gift from God. Uh. And then when I asked him about, well, I'm unvaccinated. And and at that point, uh, I was informed that uh, I would no longer have a role in the church as I was heading for ordination in September, uh, roundabout then, this year or last year. Ordination as a minister, yes? Yes. Yes. And now, having said that, I'm feeling so liberated. I'm out of the doctrine. Yeah. I can think for myself, does it stop me believing in God? I'm more fervent in my belief. You find people of the same belief, the same fervor. When you talked about Christian people, yes, we are believers. All about the people that you've come online with on our Zui. And you met them all, John. But they're yeah, all yeah. devout believers. Because we see this as the ultimate war, warfare, spiritual warfare, persecution and and
3: uh, the, the, the uh, dr conlan is also a christian a Devated. different uh, a different flavour a yes, different yes. denomination perhaps you could tell us a little bit about what you told me about his experience with his was it bishop or pope or something well, he,
1: was, he was told by 2 years ago we welcomed the catholic bishop of waikato that, the big diocese, diocese, uh, Marai. He wanted to come to a place like Murupara, not a great big church, somewhere in Hamilton, in the city. He wanted a small place out of the way. Ordinary folk, so he chose to come to Murupara, and we welcomed him here. Got he a great day. All the all the hierarchy. The Catholics brought them on, and I work with with my friends in the Catholic Church. I'm not a Catholic. Not that, that, that that's got nothing to do with anything, you know. But uh, important maruhini, so that's my job, being on the Pipe. I welcome everybody. And they become with us and me, and, and we get on. General, we treat people with generosity and respect. Mm. And... Uh, I said I made a point, I said to the to the uh, eminent gentleman who brought him on, I'd like Bishop to say prayer. And they were having a debate amongst themselves and I said directly to Bishop Stephen, I'd like you to say a prayer, Bishop. Any 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 obliged. Any obliged. Now, Bishop a couple of years later he's issued an instruction to the clergy to get vaccinated, right? uh, (laughs) Bernard has said, no, I'm not going to comply with that. And then he said, but the Pope has given a directive. He's, He's shown himself to the Catholic world, himself getting the jab, and he expects all Catholics to follow suit. Well, this is one Catholic who's not going to comply, but unlike he's, me, yeah. he's allowed to keep going to church. <laughs> so I thought, gee, I miss I might go
3: to that church. Yeah, Well that's uh it's uh, to me it was a profound uh, revelation that two two men of God would walk away from the church because it seemed to me they weren't behaving in a very godly. Fashion, right? Perhaps they were misquoting God's intentions, or not. But uh, I was impressed that you both took that position. You were not just box ticker believers. You issue you exercise some discrimination uh, regarding the intermediary between God and you. That's an issue I've had with some of the religions is are they really channeling the word of God or not?
1: No. Uh, Well, you see, it's interesting, isn't it? A bit of an irony, really, Mm. that Christian orders, bishops, would participate in the persecution and the discrimination against believers or ordinary folk. They agree mm. with us having no job. Yeah. Right? They agree right. with they agree with you going after children
3: with the with the stabbing of children who will not die of the virus but will of the vaccine. That doesn't seem like something God or Jesus would
1: tolerate. No, absolutely not. They they've been they're compromised, I would say corrupted. And what's what really has struck me um in a i say hurtful way, hurt by it, is how quickly they went belly up mm. they they agreed with the narrative immediately, no question asked, and I found that hard to believe for your love of people, your love of Jesus Christ that you could agree with that so quickly. No no debate. It was just taken on board instantly.
3: Yeah.
1: And because the many agree- Christians... Yes. Persecution.
3: Yeah.
1: Discrimination. Now, um, the unions, the unions I, be- I belong to all my life, New Zealand uh, Education Institute, primary school teachers... PPTA, secondary school teachers, principals' unions. I've been a member of those all my life, paid my fees. Uh, Another group of people who've gone belly up and who would now agree, given their position, that children should have the jab. It's a
3: disgrace. There's one person you mentioned before, the Prime Minister. I'm just reading from a book here. It's a picture book to be presumably distributed in schools since you ran a school, possibly not your school. It may not make its way into your school, but it notes on page... Actually, the pages aren't numbered. That's interesting, isn't it? Um, But it mentions Jacinda Ardern was born in Hamilton in 1980. The family moved to the forestry town of Murupara where her father Ross was a policeman. It's a cartoon book here. Lots of lovely pictures of Jacinda as a child. Murupara had some poor families. Jacinda's schoolmates sometimes had no shoes and no lunch. She wanted to do something about this. By the time she started high school, the Ardunes had moved to Morrinsville, etc., etc., So she was a resident of your town. According to this book, she was inspired to help children uh, by her experience in Murupara. Um, And she was back trying to stab them or stab the adults, I think, at that stage a few months back, completing a, a cycle somewhat. But I don't think she had
1: a very wonderful welcome, did she, Pim? And so she did live here with her dad. He was a police officer. I think he was in charge of the police at the time. And she did live in this town. A cousin of mine lived in their house for a wee while, nice home here, just behind the police station. And... Um, Yes, I would say she enjoyed life here, and I would say she experienced, she did see some of that, what she's talking about. I actually think she had a good heart, got a good heart, genuine. She schooled across the river at Galatea, not here in Murupara. That wasn't her choice. That was not her choice. And so she she found memories of Murupara for sure, absolutely. I, I don't take that away from her. But uh, and, uh, several months enough, ago, funn- mm-hmm. several months ago, she came back. Um, everywhere the vaccination uptake is low, she makes a visit, gives money to the local iwi runanga for them to encourage vaccination, and when she left there my aunties and cousins, all women, were outside protesting. She'd never encountered that before. No. And the she, she stopped to engage with, she was so taken aback with one of the young women there as to why. What's happening? She said, we don't agree with what you're doing. It's simple. I'm not going to take the needle. So that was the first first opposition here in the place she purports uh, to love. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not yeah. that. Yeah. So I mean, Tamudipala is is uh, following hard on the heels. Her heels was um, people, a friend of mine who brought a free hangi. Advertised that free hangi, roll up, roll up, roll up your sleeve, and you'll have a free hangi. Yeah. And they've done that throughout areas like this one, through various, and they call it enticements. Now, that's, well, that's bribery. Bribe, yeah. Some,
3: you know, so some in Murupara have had the jab. Uh, I think I was reading an article about Bernard Conlon, where you featured as well, welcoming him to, at a march I think the, the number I read was 49% have had one and only 20-something have had two at that stage. So you're really dragging the chain and well done. But they're coming after the young ones, aren't they? You you told me the other day that they're coming after the young ones ahead of
1: time. We've had um, at least two Fano, who live in Muripara but... Um they don't school their children here so that particular school is is a strong um, supporter of vaccination so they readily allow their children uh, and and encourage their parents to consent and we can, we, see, we see some some of the schools will cave in what we're going to do is we got a meeting, um, planning meeting on Sunday, day after New Year's, 2 o'clock. We're inviting some people who are well-connected. We're going to put a strategy together. which is going to culminate in a huge, huge meeting. We want every single household, every single mother and father, not the, not, if not the uh, the mother, someone in the whanau, we're going to get them there and we're going to, I'm going to hopefully Bernard Conlon will talk to them and they can make an informed decision and not cave into the propaganda and that is propaganda. And 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 uh, you see, they're after Bernard, they want to deregister him because they see him as an enemy. Yeah. Despite all the good work he's done, it's just the way the country is nowadays under oh, our, this current c- crime
3: minister, yes, good line yes. You're quite good with quite good with the puns, pim aren't you eh <laughs> the Crime well, minister. You know,
1: well, you Pim's, know that's only really mild to what's happening, yeah, very yeah. mild.
3: you had a song you um, you, you that, were talking about a song, weren't you um what was your song oh yes.
1: Da, da, well, I've decided, you know, that I've decided, well, I'm going to be positive. I've got no job, but I'm going to become a, a busker. <laughs> and I've, I've actually got one cracking about, composed one about our prime minister to the tune of Candida. Remember the old Candida? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Candida. Candida. That was a Take disease. Take me too. by the hand and I'll too. lead you. So I've yeah. got the lyrics sorted out. I just need a couple of go-go girls and I'll be right. <laughs> well, tell us tell us the key line you've told me.
3: Oh, you're not revealing it yet?
1: I, I want it to be a surprise because oh, I'm, oh. I'm hoping to make earn my living from doing this sort oh, of stuff. Oh, that's right. That's right.
3: <laughs> Outside <laughs> the school. Outside the school. Yeah. Uh, you see, um, we're just trying to do the right thing, aren't we? It's amazing that we should have to run and hide and, and be sacked and and be hauled before courts and visited by the police as I have been and uh deregistered and driven away from ch- from your church and it's like well, what are we know, exactly? Um, you know, are we are we murderers? Are we No, they're the murderers. Well we we deign
1: to disagree with um you know with this whole system of governance that's been corrupted right in every way possible. they can now pass law overnight. There's yeah. no democracy yeah. anymore. there's no there's no select committee hearings no
3: they're very and, very hard working They impart laws at four in the morning very hard working m p s aren't they There's no opposition, yeah,
1: and the it's leader a of the state. the leader of the national party, your old party John. He wants to go even harder yeah. than yeah. Jacinda. I know. He wants know. to say working finally if you get a benefit, I'm gonna cut you off.
3: A lot of people right. now are saying, Oh, I'm never gonna vote Labour again. I quite like that Luxon, what he's saying. Well have a look at what he's saying, man. They just wanna run <laughs> they just wanna run communism better. That's the way they've always gone. Um uh ever since they were founded in nineteen thirty six they they were founded to oppose communism, and all they ever seem to do people place their faith in them, but all they seem to do is is just run it a bit better and now they well, the you know, they... way of opposing the government is to is to oppose the government by by saying hurry up get the get the genocide done faster you yes know,
1: yeah and the interesting thing is. Mr Luxon is a professed Christian, right? Yeah, professed. Yeah, and uh, and they asked he was asked a question, what would that influence him in parliament? He says, No. Although he's not a Christian then. No. He's a professed one. Yeah.
6: You got Judith yeah.
1: Collins who's also a professed Christian. Yeah. Well she's even further right than uh Well she's right in there with uh, with the Prime Minister. You've also got Simon Bridges. You've got Mr. Muller who rolled Simon. They're all Christians, they say. They say.
3: Well, Judith had that photo op where she, you know, brought a photographer along to see her praying in a church. But, yes. hey, I, uh, I don't know if I was the only one who found that a little bit disingenuous. Um, so
1: then when you corrupt the system, you corrupt the very core of it, the very spirit of it where you got evil-minded people gathering together, and I use the word evil. And let's use the right language here. Yeah. So we have a battle on our hands to win back our democracy. But fortunately, the whole number of other good-minded people with the Christian ethic that counts most, not compromised, who can see clearly what's happened and can see a way forward for us. Now, you've been part of one of those forums. Now, yeah, I, I
3: believe that all issues can be, should be able to be uh, discussed reasonably and the case put and everybody just wants to be heard I think yes, we, could, yes. we, we could do that in that other issue that we, we haven't always agreed on. It's the same thing. Yeah. If our friendship is to mean anything, uh, we should not just be able to discuss the issues that we um, agree on but well, also the issues we disagree on. This is a well, system we should have for the whole of politics. Politics is just the way we run the world. There's nothing inherently evil about politics. It's just evil when evil people are practicing it. And uh, it well, seems to we me know- that we're 7.8 billion people, all slightly different, and that's why our species works. But it's also why we have disagreements. We kind of need to in order to understand a different point of view. Oh, yes, uh, I understand that now. Maybe we'll change a direction or something. But you need we need to have the right to air our perspectives, our 7.8 billion different ones, um, and come to some conclusion. That's what the, your democracy that you mentioned is all about, and we should be able to do that in a respectful fashion. And your yes. your Zooey's, uh your Zui, plural, uh, model uh, how that might look in terms of the degree of uh, respectfulness that is uh, shown. That's really how a parliament should be, but it shouldn't be a bunch of crooks from different parties pushing the same globalist agenda agreeing because they're basically all communists or <laughs> all global which is how, how all of our parties are behaving at the moment. There's no real opposition, just a controlled opposition to make people think who don't pay attention, make people who don't pay attention think that there is an operating oppositional process but there isn't
1: is there on this issue? Yes and the, what what we need to do uh, Agree to be together, bury the hatchet on some stuff that doesn't matter much. Just leave it over there. We've yeah. got to get yeah. a compelling movement together, a political movement um, grounded in the principles of democracy. And I'm going to say a Christ-centric movement that will bring people together Of whatever persuasion. See, we've got a brilliant, brilliant, the most brilliant national anthem you can ever. It's tune. It's lyrics, right? Yes. God defend our free land. I mean, that's powerful. Men of every creed and race gathered here before thy face, asking thee to bless this place. God defend our free land. Yes. And so Do you know we're the next going bit? to call on God to. Well, you yeah. know the words. It's yeah. four verses. The next the See, verses. That,
3: that's 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 impressive. That that's the second verse of the national anthem. And the next bit of that verse, uh, it runs on from that. It's it's uh, from dissension, envy, envy hate. hate, and corruption. From corruption, guard, corruption our state. guard our state. You know, yes. uh, make our country good and great. God defend mm-hmm. New Zealand.
1: It's a brilliant verse, isn't it? Well, you see, uh, our, our, it is, and I love, but I, I've only begun to appreciate the power of it, right? Yeah. And I love it. And we don't sing it. And we should bring it back, revive <laughs> it. It is about a relationship with God Almighty.
7: Mm. And How much missing, should that be? missing
1: from the equation in this, in this battle we have, it, he's missing from the equation. Another so the movement about? we're talking about will be powerful, compelling, because mm-hmm. it's going to bring leaders from all around the country who are going to look after the dispossessed, the disillusioned, the dumped down on, who've been, you know, no jab, no job. Uh, you know, it's cruel what's happened. Yeah, and they will find a home with us, and there's, there's going to have to be a political solution. And it's we've got uh, and, and and and, it, it, and I'm I'm very optimistic about the calibre of leadership, and you're one of the leaders too, John. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> well, I, I think we all to have that. to.
3: I think when uh, I had this uh, idea for a um, a party in 2008, Free New Zealand, that was the idea. Um, it's now uh, the name has been taken up, I think, by Liz Gunn. But the idea was there would be this House of Common Sense, like the House of Commons. It would be a written point by point, side by side debating system where everything could be um, discussed, opposed um, in a respectful fashion. And you would see at least the architecture of every debate. You could see all the pros and the cons, and that would be something. Uh, it Would take the heat doing it in writing would take the heat out of um, what could otherwise be a punch up, and you would get to see that the other side maybe had some points that you hadn 't quite appreciated and you know you could come to a you know a logical conclusion there 'd be emotion as well, of course, but there would be no swearing in such a in such a situation um, and at least people would know that they wouldn 't have to go all over the internet to find the pros and cons for whatever it was. But the idea was that um, there would be a little girl who might be called Frida Freeman. Uh, she might she would be a, a sort of representative of the of the mix of the of the country, and she would um, all the ideas had to be passed through the question, you know, how would this help Frida Freeman at whichever stage of life the policy is for? So you are focusing on a on a child. You are not mm. focusing on money in the first instance. Yes, money yes. comes into it. Things have mm. to be afforded, but your fundamental the, the, the ritual is that you you express it in terms of how would this benefit this little little child and her brother, you know, her brother might be called mm. Jeffrey or something mm. uh, with a free in it. But essentially, it's it's uh, <laughs> there's more direct democracy in in the system I was suggesting, so that uh, rather like in Switzerland, rather who and nobody's ever heard of a of a Swiss prime minister or president, I don't think, because they all get a turn. It's not important. But I, I, was really, I was really circling around to to what you were saying about the politician, the leader. Yeah, the leader. Now, we all have to be leaders, really. It, it shouldn't matter who is the top leader because it needs to be quite a flat structure, I, I suggest, where everybody yes, really yes, has yes. to take leadership. Yes, of, uh, we're talking the, about a leadership
1: the, group, yeah, right?
6: Yeah.
1: yeah. And, we, and we, see, this is about unity of a nature that we have never had before. Mm. We, we need to unite around, what's, what, what's vision for Aotearoa looking after the best interests of all our grandchildren, right? What's, what will that look like, the, the Aotearoa New Zealand look going forward? Let's, let's get a vision well, we there.
3: Decide on the name of the country for a start, don't we? <laughs> and all of that, oh, look, it's, it's
1: fine. It's yeah. fine. They, 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 we're going to agree on that. And we've got leaders who will put their differences aside. We've got a common foe. If we didn't have a cause before, we certainly have now, protect our children, Yeah. protect our grandchildren, If. If that's not going to unite us, nothing will.
3: It's just human nature. I think there is one overarching uh, common thing that that all humans have in common, and it's not a particularly nice thing. But it's true nonetheless, I think, it's self-interest. I think everybody puts themselves first or their group first, uh, and and then they will be accommodating after that. But they don't want themselves... Or their group to be, you know, to be relegated. So that's the issue. Always is how can this uh, how can this nirvana happen, given human nature? We have to actually want the other people to do well as well. It seems to me uh, like a, a genuine win-win. If this if this crisis that we are in, which is in my opinion not a health crisis but an ethical crisis, um. But if it's going to teach us anything, it, it, it's got to somehow make us softer or more human and also stronger and more human. So it's, it's, we've got to be strong enough to stand up for things that matter uh, and soft enough to understand the other's point of view for things which may not be all that important after all that we thought were. That's how I see it anyway. And well, some sort you know, of harmonising. We, we,
1: we need to know we're at war. Mm, That's right. Ideological war over ideology. Yep. We need to understand the first thing, we are at war. You won't see the airplanes and bombers flying around. Not yet. No, well, well, you know, we're getting all sorts of things happening. See, one of the things they're dismantling, the police force. Yep. Right? I met one who was without his job, and there's many, and I was – Totally surprised because our police commissioner is, again, another professed Christian. Yeah. They call yeah. him the Christian commissioner. Well, he's a bit like all these other Christians. Yeah. Right? They've been found wanting. Christian in name only. Sino, I suppose well, you'd call it. Well, well you know, um, but there are some sincere, genuine people. See, the platform I wanted to mention, I've been with Gavin Brooks and his people. We've used his platform to connect people up. Yep, all right. Good guy. Now he's what I call a uh, a genuine, authentic, a spiritual leader. Yeah, he will open up his house for us, allow us to use his platform, right? And we're going to connect again on the the fifth of January. People such as yourself and all the others you met, in others still. I'm off to meet some on Sunday, and we're going to have a discussion moving forward, getting ourselves prepared for the next elections. What might that look like for us? You're an optimist,
3: thinking there's going to be more elections under this regime.
1: Well, Well, let's just... uh, uh, and there are other moves afoot, too. Mm. You know, how can you remove a a, co- a corporate body? If that's all it is, corporation. Let's have a look at what you can do to dismantle that. So You mentioned, um, you mentioned the It would be interesting, John. I mean, the, the thing is there are like-minded people such as yourself who can see through the farce, this farcical situation that's happened, this corrupted one, and let's call it for what it is, destroyed freedom. Uh, people are talking about today not being able to go to shop, and We've got to realize the food supply, food is going to be restricted. That's right. And name it, freedom is going to be restricted, food, religious, name it, is going to be taken away from us. Yeah, we got to look at how we become self sufficient.
3: Yeah, it could get very, very bad in the next year. I went yes. along to a, I, I went to a takeaway last night, Indian takeaway. I rang them up. I deliberately thought of this. I th- and I thought actually we should book out the restaurant. Um, and we should book we should book the restaurant. They require a face nappy and uh, a vaccine passport, but we should book the restaurant and uh, turn up en masse. These are the lepers, you know, the the new Jews, the the, uh, <laughs> the unvaxxed, uh, and uh, basically, you know, they they've got sixteen places for us or something in the restaurant that night. We all turn up, uh, and we say, "Well, do you want our business or not?" You know, <laughs> um, that's what I did, just myself. You know, I, I said, "Well, I've ordered a mango chicken. Uh, you require me to come in." Uh, with a vaccine passport i don 't have one do you want my do you want my sale or not because i 'd already thought this through, and I was going to go down to the fish shop, which didn 't have such strict requirements um if they didn 't let me in, but they did they were quite keen to take my money as it turned out, and I thought, well, if that was sixteen people <laughs> instead of instead yeah. of one that would that 'd make them think because they don 't actually have to do it, do they it 's not no. a legal requirement they no, they no, might they think don't. it is. They're either thinking it is or pretending it is. They want to suck up to the government, but they don't need to. Well,
1: none, none of Muripara, none of our shops have, have fallen over, given into that, which is great. Oh, good on you. Good old Murupara.
3: It's the vaccine. It's ground zero in some ways because of Bernard and
1: his very uh, loyal kaumatua, you. But, well, you see, when we had four cases... And uh, I got. I was interviewed. Some things you do with Muripana suddenly is big news. Got interviewed. I said, well, for a start, stop ex-, this guy was from up north, Ngaipuhi. And I said, for a, stop, for a start, stop exporting it down here. <laughs> <His first laughs> and I and, uh, said, we're fine. We've we, we got a plan. We've always had a plan. Our doctor said the best time for COVID to come is in Summer. Yeah. We worked yeah. out a plan with Arununga. People have been on another course of regime of meds. People don't realize they think it's only the Pfizer. Well, you have your Pfizer, we got this med. And there's been such a run on this stuff, such a run, it's unbelievable. I been trying to get one from my Mokopuno today. They've run out. We've got new stock coming in in January. And people from all around the country now are onto the doctors. 100% safe, top efficacy, right? Yeah. They're onto it.
3: Is this a sort of various treatments like NAC and those sort of things?
1: Well, a whole lot what? of things. Uh, vitamins, vitamins. Yeah. Vitamin yeah. C, yeah. vitamin D. Zinc and? Uh, zinc, all of that. Yeah. And uh, ivermectin. Yep. I have, I have too. Oh,
3: have. <laughs> That's right. So,
1: right? We that's should all the, have that's a That's the bad substance. That's the bad substance, John. Made safe, made unsafe. Let's call it for what it is. Made unsafe. Unsafe and yes. defective. I mean,
3: it's like, it's like you suddenly have to become a, a a cocaine dealer or something. They treat you like you're a cocaine dealer. If anybody has any stocks of ivermectin, they're pretty hard to come by too, I gather. And they shouldn't be because a, a whole state of India, 240 million people... Mm. Were made COVID free thanks to that stuff.
1: And Japan,
3: the latest. Yeah, it's just a. Now it's, what's stopping midsafe? What's
1: stopping midsafe? I do. Yes. Mm. Why?
3: Because she wants to do uh, the the eugenics policy. It's it's yes. uh, awful. Guilt. It's the true. Gates policy. Yeah, the Gates policy. The the. Right. It's 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 the worst thing in human history it'll turn out to be if we don't stop it soon but first of all there's those uh, kids there's those 5 to 11 year olds who are going to begin to be stabbed on the 17th now the problem with coming down hard on that is that many many parents do not know what we know about the disease about the conditions that this genetic engineering bioweapon uh Cause, cause, I watched a video today about two hours worth of suffering uh, all around the world, people dropping dead literally in front of you, um, some of the healthiest athletes, and people clutching their chests in agony with myocarditis. There'll be children having heart attacks. Five-year-olds do not have heart attacks unless they've been stabbed with this stuff. Five-year-olds so having the, heart attacks overseas,
1: and it will happen the question here. question is, what's it going to take to wake our country up, to wake our citizens up? What is it going to take?
3: I think all the, the best we can do is, is put this information in front of them. Um, I know of a, of a 19-year-old who heard um, my conversation with, with one of our lovely listeners here, Ofa. Mm. And uh, a woman called Lynette, a couple of days ago, they were suffering terribly from essentially the effects of electromagnetism from um, shedding that they had experienced. Both having been massage therapists and had a lot of skin to skin contact with contact with one particular person in each case, and it was it was, it was very heartfelt the way they were talking and it, it was impossible, in my opinion, for anyone not to believe them and, and yet this uh, person that I know of uh, didn't necessarily believe them. So um, I think she would need to be shown or shown uh, something longer, something more comprehensive of all sorts of different kinds of suffering uh, and then perhaps the penny might drop. A lot of these young people value their social life so highly that they they pretty much value it more highly than their life. And so they need to see in graphic detail the suffering, I think. they need The emotion needs to be ramped up. It doesn't have to be artificially ramped up because there's enough genuine emotion anyway when you watch some of these videos and see some of these sufferers. Uh, and I think we need to line that up, and and gather the the best, i.e., the worst, of those examples, and put them in front of of those parents, and anyone else who thinks that we're making this stuff up.
1: You can yes. do it logically. Well, well, I'm going to try my best, John. Locally, yeah. Locally, see, I I taught a lot of the 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 youngsters around here. Yeah, and some yeah. some some of bump into the street. They said we're not going to we're not going to get we're not going to get that shit done to us much. And I says you put the word out. Yeah, right, yeah. right here. We don't we don't want now we know that we we absolutely know that that's not good for us. We don't want to yeah to get yeah. the word out. We're going to have our own big meeting. Every whānau in Murupara, I got a great spot up at the Kura there. Stage for our doctor and he's going to talk to them. Yeah. At least they can make, he can give them the information about okay. it. What and he'll get a good are... hearing, i tell you now. I'll tell you now. Mm. And uh, we want to save our whanau in this town. And I believe we'll be successful. we we'll get the vast majority. Some that don't belong, their children are elsewhere. But the thing is, he. They trust our doctor.
7: Right. Is he
3: the doctor? And his, his wife, Brita, is hmm. is uh, equally, is an equal doctor. Is, is the other doctor. There are two doctors, aren't there? We've got four. Oh, four. But she's impressive too. I heard from her on one of those calls. Um, she's what, sorry? Oh, she's very impressive. Oh, really? he, he, may, he may have the limelight, but she's... She, you know she's very impressive as well. So basically, oh, between she is. the between the two of them, they they've got most of the town uh, and have had them for thirty years as their patients. Is that more or less
1: true? So, but, but this is why we trust them. Mm. We get them to speak on the day. have a day sorted. We just get to get a, uh, get around and make sure that we get all our whānau up to, the, up to our, our site at Pitakura, give them that opportunity to talk to us. Yeah, They yeah. trust them. Straight up, they trust them.
4: You're listening to Liberty NZ with John Ansel with former Māori Party President Pam Bird. And uh, we'll be back in a moment. And we'll also have you, if you'd like to ask our, our host, any questions? we'd appreciate that as well. We'll be back very shortly.
1: If you look at the side effects of these things, blood clots, myocarditis, inflammation of hearts, increase in miscarriages from 10 to 80% in the first trimester, increases in cancer, increases in autoimmune diseases, uh, ovarian dysfunction, most likely infertility. And that's not to mention the genocidal potential effect of antibody dependent enhancement. Why the hell would you put that into a child when they have a 100% near 100% chance of recovery
6: from from a infection that is safer than influenza virus.
2: And what I'd say is that we're all actually completely on the same page when it comes to driving vaccinations and making sure that we're doing everything that we can to reach people that we need to. Why is this is an issue of, in this is so an I'm issue. Sir, sure, I'm going to ask,
8: I'm going to answer measure. the questions. Of, of the accredited media. media. The the Sir, I will it's shut down the press
2: conference if you do not cease. So it's rude to lie Sorry, to, to our police. accredited members of uh, the gallery here, we might move to an inside venue. Unfortunately, we've got oh, yeah. someone who's disrupting your press conference today, so we might reconvene. Thank you. Hmm. Can we use the yeah, facility yeah, yeah. here? Sure do you know whether or not it's open? Sorry, everyone. We might just try and flop it, go inside and then hold it there just so that we can have it in a bit more quiet, uh, quiet space for you. And if you want to listen to your order and you feel like you need to re-record, we can do that inside as well.
4: Yeah, cut out, Shane Jafin. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. We've, John Ansel is speaking with Pam Bird. And, uh, John, I hope you don't mind me interrupting there, but we've got some people that would like to ask you and your guests some questions. Is that okay with you,
3: John? Well, what if I, what if it isn't? No, of course it is. Of course it is, Grant. That'll be, that'd be oh, lovely. That'll be
4: great. Well, first off, we've got Larry uh, from the South Island. Larry would like to um, have a chat with you both.
3: Hi, Larry. Well, can you hear me? Hi, Larry. Yeah.
5: Well, I don't have a lot of questions. I just want to wish you a um, fantastic 2022 because last year was so wonderful, wasn't it? It's just amazing. Oh, yes. I mean, yeah isn't it? Isn't it amazing to experience something that um, has been in the books for a very long time hasn't it at least that's my opinion yes. and um, we're experiencing it and we should actually be grateful because a lot of our um, ancestors ha- have been looking forward for this time and I'm obviously speaking from a biblical perspective thinking that there's more at hand than just a medical thing a political thing a military thing, potentially. Yes. I just think we live in an amazing time, and we should be thankful for at least being alive at this time, and experiencing it. So, I, I don't really have a question. I just have a, um, <laughs> a thing to uh, contribute. And a, it's I think a very the positive that, mm. Yeah, well, yeah, a, at this time, I am a little bit positive. I'm not at all time very positive, but... Um,
3: so you're positive. So you, Just, you know, despite all the gloom and doom, you're, um, you, you, you think it's, uh, I think it's quite a, a good time in a way because it's causing us to, it's causing the ethical people to come to the fore. It's causing us to re-examine who we are. It's causing us maybe to change our minds on some things. So it's not all bad, is it? What do you think, Pim?
1: I think for for start, I think. Uh, we talked about biblical, uh, scriptural dimension, and the Book of Revelation reveals all sorts of things. And uh, if you are a believer, been proph- certain things have been prophesied, yeah, and uh, we will come through. It's every day is a great day to be alive, to live. Amen. We'll be with our father, we we'll be with our children. It really is, despite what's happening. Despite what's happening. Because they're winning the battle, but we're going to win the war. That's the important thing. That's you what Larry's saying. Keep the faith. There are, there are enough good people around in leadership roles, God-centric people. That we will win the war. To hold in there and appreciate the goodness of every day that God gives us, the creator of heaven and earth. Let's just appreciate and enjoy it with our moko, with our children, but in the knowledge, in the knowledge that the New Zealand we were brought up in, our ancestors, as you were speaking, sir as far from the New Zealand that they enjoyed and you enjoyed and we enjoyed up until 19, uh, 2020, 2019, right? And that's what we need to get back for our children, for our grandchildren, and we are not going to put their arms on the line, their futures on the line, and allow them to get the jab. No. Otherwise, the New Zealand we know in love, it ain't going to be like that. So ever, was- we, we need to know what's at stake here. Know that there's a purpose. There's a purpose we brought into this world, and we got to live it. And may our grandchildren be the ones that drive us on the right side. There's the wrong side, and there's the right side. We have to be on the same side, the right side, for our children's sake and our grandchildren's sake, more than ever before, because that comes in about the middle of this month. Yep, Mm. 17th. And being a teacher, being a principal in education for 54 years, my heart bleeds for my children. I grieve for the loving, innocent children. And that's who they are—the
3: innocent children, right? Amen. Larry, Larry, you still yes, there? Yes. Yeah, I'm there. What's that? What's that? I, I love it. languages and accents and things. I'm I'm thinking—is that a Dutch accent? Spot on, brother. Yeah. Are you a recent recent arrival or been here a long time?
5: <laughs> no, I've been here since. Um... 2000, oh, sorry, yeah, 2005, but I haven't been able to acquire the uh, the, Kiwi, uh, the Kiwi accent. I can imitate it, but it will sound even wronger than your Russian accent, so I won't even attempt.
3: I wouldn't worry about, yes, even, I wouldn't worry about that, you know, the Kiwi accent is not necessarily the greatest accent on the world. Uh, I'd stick with your Dutch English, it's beautiful, lovely, um, and, um, so we will what's your story? with you, a good...
7: You, <laughs> yeah.
5: Carry on.
3: That's right. You, you have to sort of... Short of. You can't say sh- S sh- 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 uh, without sh- sort of making it a sh.
5: <laughs> Something like that. Perhaps we should just make it the whole show into <laughs> Russian and we will yes. all understand no. what we're talking That's, about. And we do not your know is that we're from Holland. Yes, your Russian yes, is better on.
3: than my Russian. In fact, the Dutch English is better than Kiwi English in many ways. The Dutch, the Scandinavian English, can be is intimidatingly clear and precise. Um, where are you in the South Island?
4: He, he I'm in the Nelson region. Oh, I no- oh, didn't oh lovely see anything. I
3: lovely. thought it was top
4: secret where you were, Larry. Oh, I thought I thought <laughs> you let it. Sound yeah, but that it was
3: somewhere somewhere south. <laughs> sh- 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 no, I'm
5: sh- I'm. Sh- I'm, sh- I'm, I'm, I'm I'm firmly, can can we skip like a couple of things? Can we just skip like five things? Like maybe even six. Nelson. If we're biblical, if if we're biblical and we're sort of right at the times that we're experiencing, there's like two things that I think are very, very important. The first thing is when Jesus, I think it's in Matthew 25, when he speaks about those times, yeah, 24, you're probably very right. Um, It's like in the times of Noah. And the times of Noah, as we probably know, when the whole world flooded, it was because people were doing wrong things. And they were doing wrong things at a massive level. And I think when Jesus warns us, um, we're doing wrong things at a massive level at this time as well. And That's not just um, about medical things. It's not just about climate things. It's about things of an ethical nature, the the things that God warned us about in the Ten Commandments. And we're all, we're all in one way or another kind of culpable, you know. I know I am. And um, I know that a lot of us are, and society at large is culpable of. Going into really, really weird and um, things that God doesn't like. That's just the basics of it. And that's what Jesus tells us in that um, part of the Bible. Um, So that's the first. And I think what is happening right now is bad for our eyes because we see people being hurt by these jabs, by being um, inflicted with a totalitarian sort of system that is apparently coming into place. But I think it's actually, if you look two or three or four or five levels behind it, it's actually what what, what we're being told, you know. The Lord is giving Satan the power to do these things on this earth. If I'm reading it wrong, then I really, really want to be corrected. But that's what it says. It doesn't mean in the meantime that we shouldn't hold out. And God, apparently, through Jesus and his prophets, says to us to stand and hold firm, hold the line, hold the trenches, you know. Don't buckle. Don't give in. Because we will be purified. This is a purification of ourselves, of our manners, of our souls, of our dignity, and in the time that's coming, and um, I'm, I'm really, really um, apologetic that I don't know everyone's name um, tonight, um, but w- one of your speakers was very concerned about our children, our grandchildren, I've got six children myself, I'm very concerned, half of them are jabbed because they have the right to, they're teenagers, and they have not listened to my kind... Warnings, mm-hmm. they just want to go to their summer camps and involve themselves with other youths that have been jabbed. You, know, yeah. you know, I can't yeah. prevent it. Um, that light has been taken away from me. Yes. Um, and um, if I'm reading the Bible correctly, but please, I will stand corrected if you um, you feel the necessity to it. I think we've got a thousand years to solve this. And oh. also, if I'm... Yes, because there's going to be a thousand years. Um, <laughs> I can go very long-winded. So if anyone wants to stop me, please stop me
3: because I can get very long-winded. Well, the only, the only reason why we might want yes. to do that is if there are other people backing up, Grant, I don't yeah, know.
4: And we do. Yeah, we had John, ah. uh, but John, you can come back again if you like, but we've got Daniel now. Thank you very much, Larry, for that. Well, Larry, Appreciate
3: that you. was great. Thanks, and Happy New Year to you, and uh, <laughs> yeah. that was a valuable contribution. Yeah, no, it's gonna
5: be
4: fantastic next thanks, year. Thanks Larry. thanks, Larry. Hi, Daniel. Is you there, Daniel? Hi, can you
1: hear me?
4: Yeah, we can hear you. Go ahead. You're talking to John and Pem. Hi, Daniel. Yeah.
9: Hey, I um just got a question there for Pim and I'm only I'm also doing this to trial out uh pod thing to see what it's like for this type of format.
3: Daniel, um, it's not very it's not very loud. Um you might want to speak a bit closer. Uh Can you speak closer to the mic with the sound level down, perhaps? That seems to get through most clearly. No, no, that's not quite working. I don't think that's going to work, Daniel. Have you got got your headset in, Dan? No,
9: I had a, I had my earphones plugged in, but I've unplugged them now. Does that sound That's fair? all
4: right. Yeah, just turn, turn, it, turn it, the volume down and bring your mouth in close. That'll be fine. Just turn your volume right down, though, Daniel. Turn it down until you can only just hear it. Just hear it, yeah. Is that better now? Yeah, that's fine. Bring your mouth up close to your phone and turn it right down. You'll be good.
9: Yep. Hey, um, just got a question for Pem. Um, just a, an overview of what he thinks the Maori Party was, what it is now, and how the Mana Party fits in with the Maori Party? Where you know where they're similar, where they're different. Uh, once I'm not sure, but what, what what would his his thoughts be?
1: Um, pretty simple, straightforward for me. Maori Party is not what it used to be; nowhere near it. It's hundred percent pro-Jab. Um, they had a vex. Facts vague, as they called it in Rotorua. Yeah. yeah. Where, where the communications were all about roll up, roll up, roll up. Bring your children, bring your whānau. We'll give you something to eat. It went to this, they went to the extent of calling in the Waitangi tribunal to make a judgment. But uh, the, uh, make a judgment, call on, the accessibility of the jab to Māori people, Māori communities, it was unequal, inequitable. Right?
9: So the Māori school and the party general, available and
1: so the, family driven family. by the Māori party, yep. driven by the Māori party, make uh, uh, the jab more accessible. We're not getting our vaccine rates up quick enough. Now, that's the Māori Party. It in no right. shape, form, any any way at all resembles the it's even changed its name. There's no Māori Party anymore, they call themselves Te Party Maori. Sure. Now yeah. the the Māori party that as Tarya Naturia created it bears no resemblance to the corrupted model we have now. The name is Te Pāti Māori. Māori Party, small m, meant like why Māori, fresh, pure, ordinary. People on the ground. You understand me? It's a people on the ground driven party.
7: Sure.
1: Um, I, didn't um, know that. I didn't know yeah. I didn't yeah. know it was small m. It's small m, not a capital M. Ah. Oh. Yeah, so that's important, that, because it's got a different meaning. It's not about a Maori ethnic group. Well, it was not a Anybody could belong to the Maori party. Oh. Huh. Yes, that's why it's not a capital M.
9: So would you say the small uh, M meant that it had less to do with iwi, more to do with the everyday Maori New Zealander?
1: The, yes, m- m- any, m- everyday Maori, everyday c- citizen. Our national Anthem talks about, uh, Freeland. God, you may never be created in race, right? Yeah. So it's never exclusive, exclusive, exclusively for Māori with a capital M. Right. Small m is inclusive of everybody. So you could come into the Māori party and be part of the party vote, you know what I mean? A party candidate. You could be a party candidate. I had no idea.
3: I've never so seen this that. Is what it is.
1: I've never seen it with it, a small m. Yes, that's, that's it is, small m. They now corrupted it and called it Te Party Maori, which is a translation for Māori Party which never existed.
7: Mm.
1: We never existed with the capital M. So yeah. there you go.
8: Thanks
9: for that. Yeah, and, and what what do you think of the Mana Party or, or what was the Mana Party?
1: Mana Party it it I'm not sure what Honi Harawit is doing. But I think they are no longer relevant. Yeah. Life has moved on. You see, what's defining who we are as a people is our response to the coercion now of yeah. having the jab. Yeah. Yeah. People, are, yeah. people are defining themselves about where they stand on that. And I'm clear about where I stand. I'm black and white. It's wrong in my book. And I'm never going to bow to that.
9: Mm. Well, one thing I was really pleased with in Wellington was seeing the way that at the Freedom and Rights Coalition events, you had a lot of Maori there, um, which, you know, flies in the face of the Labour Maori caucus, the Maori party or Tea Party Maori, as you call it now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They
3: call it.
9: uh, Wanting the Maori to be on board with Labour's initiatives, but actually that's not the way it really is. So it's good to see.
1: no. No, and and the and the fact of the matter is that that opposition is growing. It's huge, and I'm talking about all sorts of people. See, at some of the rallies we had, I attended in Rotorua, the a whole lot of farmers, right? They hate the yeah. over, being overregulated. Yeah. Mm, right. Yeah. So there's all sorts of people who are in opposition too. This government, yeah. and now all we need to do is get the right leadership, connect everybody together, and the solution to this is going to be a political solution, but a political yeah. party with our difference. That's all inclusive. I've been fortunate enough to have uh, to be privy to some of the stuff going down now. Some people are well advanced in terms of their the manifestos. And we know that manifestos are never delivered on. All the Labour Party, 12 of them, not one single one has been delivered on. Yeah. Not a single one. Child poverty, let's look at that one. Let's look at housing.
9: Yeah, I, I've got this a cynical view that they were used as a way to get votes to, to, to bring people in, uh, to bring the party in, but um, their true motive was really agenda, uh, UN agendas, and it's becoming more yes. and more obvious. Yes.
1: Yes, you're absolutely right. And people with your foresight are needed to, 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 to um, bring others around, to know the thank real you, agenda here at work.
4: Thank you for that, Daniel. Did you have any other, any other things you wanted to add before you go? No,
9: that's, that's thanks. Yeah, thank
4: you. Yeah, thanks for that. Uh, when we come back, we'll have Max, who's going to talk to Pem Bird, Former Maori with, cap, with a small, not a capital M, Maori Party President, Pim Bird, with John Ansell. We'll be back in a moment.
2: And what I'd say is that we're all actually completely on the same page when it comes to driving vaccinations and making sure that we're doing everything that we can to reach people that we need to. Why is this is that, an issue of. This is so an issue. Not
8: working in Israel. Sir, How, I'm, I'm going to ask. A I'm going to answer the questions. Of the accredited media.
4: How would you like to finally have your say? Only time will tell where we go to heaven or hell. But I'm going to tell you this. Well, now's your chance. Give Grant Edwards and John Ansel a call on Saturday night after 8 at Liberty NZ here on Podbean. Because
0: if you want to get right down to it, Hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, and I have firearms that i'm ready join grant edwards
4: and john ansell here at liberty nz podbean see you then
0: <laughs> i got a itchy finger and <laughs> i don't hunt deer
3: <laughs> are you going to get vaccinated i think i want to wait a bit longer what do you need to wait i'm just not in a rush to get it mate have you had it yeah i've had it why are you being so selfish how am i being selfish because if you get COVID, you can pass it on to me but
1: you've been vaccinated Yeah, but I can still get it. So if I get vaccinated, I can still get it too. Yeah, but you should still get it because then you won't pass it on to me. But
3: if I get vaccinated, I can still get it and still pass it on to you. Well, yeah, but you should still get it. But you can catch it off me whether I've been vaccinated or not. Yeah, but you should still get vaccinated.
1: But why? Because it's the right thing to do. Who says? The people that make it.
4: John, we've got uh, Max wants to talk to you. And, yeah, <laughs> funny that, isn't it? We've got Max wants to talk to you and Pim. Hi, Max.
10: Hi, right. How are you? Good, I'm Max. On. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it's good to catch up with you again. Um, just been listening to your show, and uh, it's all pretty interesting stuff, as we know. Um, good to hear you up there, Pim. Uh, some of your corridor. Um no. More part there. Uh, Go hard down there, bro, and keep them out as long as you can, eh? It's, uh, they're worse than the virus, these uh, politicians nowadays. So. <laughs> um, yeah, we're talking about, well, you've been talking about, it's coming down to a political issue to solve this stuff, but um, that's the problem. Uh, everyone's scratching their heads going, um, well, you've got the three sides, those that want national those that want labor still in, and and... Um, the rest of us that want someone else, but uh, we're sort of scratching on who. Um, I, a couple I of actually weeks think... Back, oh, well, a couple uh, of weeks back, John, uh, you were talking about, is, is it the, uh, the the Swiss, uh, Swedish um, government?
3: Swiss system, um, Swiss system.
10: Yeah, Swiss. yeah. I've, Swiss, I've been sort of looking that up and sort of uh, had a bit of a query with Grant. I've looked them up in that and... Um, I'd like to learn more about it sort of uh, from someone else's perspective. Uh, I've looked it up and read it, but it's like reading it, you take everything in, but it's good to hear someone's perspective uh, who knows more about it uh, verbally,
3: which I think you do. Um, yeah, I took a Swiss, a Swiss uh, guy who was in Wellington. He was in Wellington to work on an electric plane at the Callaghan Institute, electric engine for aircraft. And uh, so and he was a bright guy. Uh, I took him uh, for a drink and um, I'd also been spent a lot of time talking with Amy Brook who runs uh, the hundred days movement now the hundred days is named after the number of days that the Swiss have to overturn a law change they make a law change in their parliament uh, and there's a, a hundred days before it becomes law in which time anybody can get up a petition that is not a very not a very um, big petition. In New Zealand, it would be something like 50,000 votes would be required or it might even be 25,000 votes would be required. Uh, sorry, um, signatures on a petition would be required and then it goes to a referendum and they have about four referendum times a year, uh, each time with about four referenda issues to to vote on normally and they're, they're fully informed of each of the pros and cons of each side of the issue. And when the Swiss the Swiss talk about the sovereign, they mean the people. Um, they don't mean some queen or king. They mean the people. And the sovereign can quite often overturn decisions that the politicians make. And uh, it seems to me a much healthier system. How do you think that would work, Pem, if, if we had more responsibility to... To change laws or to or to initiate them ourselves, I think they can do that as well. Cis, citizens' initiative, initiated referenda.
1: Well, you, you know, think that, John, <laughs> what's happening now? We can enact legislation overnight.
3: Yeah, they can do that. We oh, can't yeah, vote it out. That. We don't even know it's happened until the next morning, do we? Yep.
1: So. Um, so this would be power back to the people.
3: This would be a, the rising of the people. Do we trust each other? Do we do we trust? I mean, sometimes I look around the table you at just a just dropped ca- out
4: from a, a, ca- a second there, John. Just repeat Sorry? it after uh, the rise of the people. You oh. just dropped away there for a second.
3: Oh, I see. Sometimes hmm. I I look around the table at a cafe that I go to, and I think I reckon we could run the country better than any any group of politicians if we're honest. Um, a represent. You know, we trust the jury system to get it right more often than not. Uh, just 12 good men and women and true to make decisions. Um, if the crowd was informed, there's the principle of the wisdom of the crowd, but I, I would extend that to the wisdom of the informed crowd. If the crowd is properly informed, if this crowd, the team of 5 million, was properly informed... Uh, instead of believing the media. If we were properly informed, I happen to believe we could make the right decisions about this this vaccine. The problem is we're not properly informed. Well, we're being locked out from having any decision.
10: This is the problem. Yeah. Whether we're informed or not, we're being locked out because she just makes these rules and passes them through the night. So she doesn't even put it before the people to have a talk about. Um, road. Road. How, do we, how do we get the system I, I always thought that for me growing up in politics well I stayed away from it but I always thought that the people were meant to be there to have the say and the government was meant to follow their lead um, which is how it sounds as though they've been well, over in uh, the Swiss but that's been taken away through the decades how can yes. we get this back we need a party to take this form on, form on again oh, and promote sorry, it for the people.
4: sorry Max Sorry, Max, I chop you out there. Try again. Yeah, well, just repeat that sentence, Max. I cut you we off We need to
10: get the system back in. We need to get this to a party who's going to bring the system back in, introduce it to the people so the people have faith and, OK, we're going to have some say now. This is the party that we need to back so that we're going to be in control of it mainly instead of the government just overriding everything we have and propose and saying this is what you're going to get, which is what we've been fed now. How, how, how can we get this back? This is the the million-dollar or the multi-billion-dollar question that everybody's looking for. I'm trying to find it so that I can start sort of trying to promote it places. Um, I've been looking at um, this NNP that's coming on, and um, they seem to be sort of – I'm sort of swaying. They seem to be going hardcore. We're going to win. We're going to do the change. But they seem to almost be fanatical as well. Um,
4: is that the new national party?
10: New Nation Party.
4: Oh, Nation Party.
10: Mm.
3: Uh, They've had four you know, names I've, so
4: far.
10: <laughs> I've had a bit of a, a couple – run them with a couple of them uh, or a few of them on their um, site um, over things um, where I try and ask the party stuff, but their paid members, gold members, the first thousand where they're trying to promote, they jump in and they actually get quite sort of almost bullying, nasty, radical towards me, and I keep going until they back off. Um, or mm. their peers come in. Uh, and say, okay, you're actually right, Max, and they've got to, the others have got to back off. I don't stop. I'm sort of push them back a bit um, because they get fanatical. Um, Pim, I'm just.
3: I think you're winding up. For, you've got an idea brewing. I think I can hear.
1: Bring it on. We have right at this for for some time now. See, this is about this is about inspired leadership. leaders who've seen this coming for some time and have been working steadily, um, have crafted the manifestos and looking at constitutional law and all sorts of things. And I've been in touch with some of them. And we're more advanced in our thinking than we we know about, right? Mm -hmm. A year from now... There will be a party have taken shape. You'll be hearing about it. It'll be an amalgamation of a whole lot of different groups. There's a lot of different leaders out there. And they're good people. I'm meeting some of them on Sunday. And if we can get all those leaders together, one mission... A vision. And with, you see, what political party has ever delivered on their manifesto? So Donald Trump, I think, did. <laughs> Donald yeah, Trump, yeah, well, you did. see. Yeah, well, right. He's an exception. He's exceptional. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: And he'll get back there. So we need that sort of a model driven by the people, for the people yeah we're going yeah. to deliver on and i tell you that's coming uh, that's coming to be i i i'm so inspired by some of the people out there and the different parties the one party is an example the one party
3: the one party it's is that, a,
1: a is, that is that o n e sorry one the capital o capital n e one party o n e as an example, and I hope they don't mind me speaking, talking about them. Yeah. So they are well prepared and they've got good leadership, powerful leadership. Yeah, that's Is one that example.
3: Is that Tamaki? Is that Brian Tamaki? No
1: no, 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 no. That, now he's another one. Mm. We have the Destiny people, uh, that, uh, Pastor Brian Tamaki's party. That's another one. We have Billy Takahika, another one. And we have some outstanding women leaders who have read read Jacinda from day one. And women have this intuitive sense, right? Yeah. Which perhaps we, we men lack. And they're doing, the, they're doing with their followers, and I'm talking about thousands upon thousands. There's so many people who have been disillusioned, dumped on, get out of here, we don't want you. All right? No jab, no job, where you go? Policemen, doctors, nurses, teachers. There are thousands of them. So we have uh, to connect with the right leadership, the right vision going forward about our country. And imbued with the with the um, the passion about how do we want all the what sort of New Zealand do we want for all our grandchildren, what's the legacy here, right? And so, and that's yeah. taking shape yeah. right now, Matt. And it's a matter of the leaders. There's a leadership group. Matter of the leaders getting together. Uniting around a cause, and we'll get there. See, Jacinda did something that has been that never done before under MMP. M- you know, but, but you remember the old first past the post when well, she didn't need anybody. You know, she got the huge mandate to do what she wants, basically. Yeah. Uh, So all I'm saying, Matt, is that um, keep the faith, keep hope. Things are happening, good things, positive things are taking shape. I'm I'm looking at a manifesto, and I'm I'm giving feedback on it from a particular party. And uh, once we get them together, we'll be fine.
3: Now the one party,
1: I seem to remember the one party is a
3: Harawira group, isn't it? One of the Harawira. Stephanie Harawira. Mm. See, sooner or later, we're going to have to have a a, a chat about um, the composition. All of the parties you've mentioned are Maori. So obviously the other 85% are going to want to have have a bit of a say, aren't they?
1: No, no, no. The one, the one. I met one of the leaders. The one party. Yeah. Co leadership. Yeah. Co leadership. Good guy too. Good leadership. So, what what happened? What matters most is this. For me, we we need to be party, party vote, right? And you populate yeah. that party. With men and people of every creed and race, right? Yeah. Forget about the electorate vote. Right? Let's go party. We're not going to get two ticks. Let's be. Admit, past experience has told me with the Māori Party, you're kidding yourself. But say, give us the party vote. Let's get for the party vote. And if you have a compelling uh, vision and policies, which are focused on the fundamentals we need to get right. It's a fundamental right to have a roof over your head. Yeah, as long as, the,
3: as long as the party, as long as, uh, well, I would suggest that the, the winning position would be as long as the government is, is one government, not two governments or more governments. As long as, it's, as long as we are still to be a nation... Uh, and not a divided nation in any way, whether it's racial, religious, whatever it is. As long as we,
1: be- As long as away. we believe
3: in the nation, because I think a nation is a pretty good. It's not a well, perfect entity. A United entity. Nation,
1: right? So a right? United Nation. Yeah, a United we Nation. A, a united yeah. Nation. A lot of people are of united, united around yeah. the yeah. cause. Yeah. United around the cause. Stuff your race, stuff your ethnicity. Yeah. Chuck that away. That's meaningless.
3: Well, I, mean, I think,
1: it's, it's I think it has to crit. be. It has it's to artificial be. artificial crap, right? It's crap. Yeah. The kids want to see us getting on, right? Not because I'm brown and you're white.
3: Yeah.
1: It's got nothing to do with anything. we got to yeah, let I that agree. go. Let that stuff go and get on with what counts. We've got to love Americans? our neighbours, one another. Oh. Let's look at this. Pam, Christian
3: what about Americans? Are go. we going to let them in?
6: Sure
3: oh, not. Oh, Americans. Shane here Should
6: somewhere?
3: Oh. Shane here? Yes, I'm afraid he is. No, no, <laughs> no.
4: America.
8: Would- no,
3: we've no got you wouldn't be members. harassing us if I were. No. Pim, yeah. this is Shane. I don't know if you know, but this is Shane Chafin who had those words with uh, with the Prime Minister and ultimately made her go to the toilet um, <laughs> in, in Kawakawa that we've heard from twice so far tonight. This is this is the Shane Chafin board certified board certified (laughs) yeah certified as what (laughs) i was going
8: to say a pharmacist please thank you yeah i
3: think you guys would like each other maybe you will
8: how are you pam i've just i've just gotten into the conversation not too long ago so
3: what part of the state are you from shane
8: Uh, midwest ohio just below canada (laughs) cincinnati Ah, Cincinnati,
4: Ohio. K R P oh, W K R P. Oh.
8: <laughs> That's what Cincinnati is famous for. Uh, it beats the what well, the other thing was that we're famous for in Hamilton, Ohio, which is where I was actually born and uh, lived most of my life, which is uh, mentioned uh, in the War on uh, Drugs speech by Ronald Reagan. Oh, we'll we'll take Hamilton. Uh, Cincinnati Great. Together. So um well, so yeah so I'm um, I'm interested in what's uh well, your conversation there was about uh, the uh, per- first past the post in MMP which Jacinda did uh you know it sounded like a horse race and she clenched the title there and so that being said my question just being an American is is that a good system or like in, I don't know if you've seen the news out of the states but the the head dictator over there has come out and told the states that um. Yeah, that's that's basically up to them what they want to do with COVID and there's no federal solution to the problem and that they can go ahead and figure it out for themselves. And I thought, oh, that beats what's going on here,
3: eh? That's why it's good to have states. That's why it's good to have lots of little – that's why it's good to have lots of countries – and lots of states, because if you don't like one, you can go to another. This idea of a, we want our country, our nation, to be a United Nation, but we don't want the world to be a United Nation. I think we need lots of United Nations, <laughs> but not one big one. What do you think, Pim?
1: Well, that's what Jacinda wants a United Nation under one rule. Yeah, yeah, one big one. Not United Nations, one United mm. Nation. Yeah. Under a, a world authority under some elite authority. And Tell guess who's going to be running <laughs> it? Yeah, yeah, we know who's going to be running
3: she
1: it. Wants, yeah. But so I, like, um, America
3: has lots of states. Fifty states have a lot more, um, a lot more say than. I'm not sure about the Australian states. I guess, I guess the Victorian guy has a lot of say, doesn't he? The the, it seems the, to government, be. the federal government doesn't seem to have too much to say, but when he does, it's not it's not the
1: right thing anyway. It seems to but me a, in a state the in states, America
3: like Florida can do pretty well.
1: I've got a brother living in Florida. He loves Florida. And he's weeping for what he sees in our country. Yeah. And he says Trump will win the country back, the states.
4: Well, well, he better drop w- that max. He better, he better drop that um, vaccination program he's been pushing. Yeah, if he wants to if he wants to get back in because he's there's a lot of people against that. Isn't that right, Shane? Yeah, yes,
1: oh, well, uh, you know, vaccintric. You have to wonder what centric is all about. You know, my goodness me. What's he wrong? just wanted
3: to be first. Ah, no. Trumpy wanted to be wanted to be first. His ego demanded that he. Did he do it in record time i don 't know that he took the care uh, to make sure that it, it was uh, the right vaccine and that's what's no, he didn't got him into trouble was that desire to be first you know greatest greatest in history and I was a great trump supporter, um, but I think that one got away, and that one's going to cost a lot of lives i don't think he did, i don't think he's one of the cabal. No. but I think he made it, maybe he was played. What do you think Shane? It's uh, it played into his ego. I know that and he yeah. loves to do
8: the, the greatest things on planet earth. And you know, he's done some very great things in the past. So I think this one, you know, he wanted to claim credit for, you know, just something that no one had ever done before. And it's got, his face <laughs> his has uh, turned against him pretty hard. And I did a video and came out against him and, uh, because I was getting beat up by a certain select group of folks in the freedom movement who I won't mention specifically, but I had it and I said, you know, you have to turn against this guy. If he's pushing these mandates and they're vaccinating five to 11 year olds in the U S they are. And they're also now uh, testing on six month old babies is my understanding. Oh, is doing that. So if he's going to be promoting those vaccines saying they're great and they're safe when yeah. right there on the bare system, right in the U.S., says that's actually not true, then he's got some problems. And he deserves to be have his feet held to the fire. We had to yeah. do that twice with him before. One was on the – he wanted to make permanent the National Security Agency's domestic spying program that came out of 9-11. And he also wanted to go in and take people's weapons away from them. And you can't do that in the U.S., because they have the second amendment and that's illegal so he tried to do a couple things we were able to dissuade him by putting a lot of pressure on him however it seems that with the vaccine he's just doubling down and tripling down so if he does he might lose he might lose the next election if he carries on because people will just do a protest vote and they won't vote for anybody like that's just what they'll do they'll just uh, you know just abstain and that will go over to the left again so they're they're playing he's playing a very dangerous game so we we, we hope he turns around and comes back to his senses and there's one of his friends mm. is going to have a have a chat with him we do know that and we'll, that? we'll see what happens in the new year
7: oh, oh.
8: Now, one of the uh, conservative uh, a conservative talk show host in America he, uh, he's somewhat well known he's not famous to me but uh, I can I'll, I'll look up his now, put a video out there, post his name, if I can find it real fast.
4: But he—he he Yeah, he's went, getting married, yeah. isn't he, at, at mar a yes. yes. In yeah, March. He yeah, he is. Mm. Yep. I can't remember his name either.
1: Mm.
4: Mm. But he said, Trump is dead wrong. I and mean, he said, I'm going to tell him. I'm going down to, to tell him. Yeah. He's dead I hope wrong. he changes his mind. Yeah, I hope he does too. I can't believe it because he actually did get COVID, apparently, tested, had a positive PCR test, which is could be something completely different, couldn't it, Shane? But he yeah. had a positive PCR test. He felt a bit crook. And Zelenko sorted him out, fixed him with, with his treatments. Yeah. yeah. So he should have natural immunity. And he's gone off and got vaxxed. So some someone's got to him. Trump has. crazy. Who? Trump has. Yeah, Trump's got double vaxxed, as far as I know. Triple. Triple. Triple, Triple is it? Oh, yeah. my goodness.
3: Wow. Yeah. Oh, well, he might not be around for the next election anyway. No. (laughs) I saw uh, uh, um, uh, Suturet Bhakti has done a very, very powerful, very, very emotional uh, lacerating put-down of the vax situation and the devastation it's going to cause. It's got into the lymphocytes and uh, it's it's just... um, You've just got to hear it. I think I sent it to you, Grant. But uh, everything he predicted last year, he is now he predicting. He doesn't
4: pull any punches, does he? He's, He's now sure predicting. It, okay.
3: He said it's worse. It's worse than before. It's worse than it was. Yeah. You know, he had said he had said last year. He said, "If you have a third, if you have a third dose, make your will."
7: Yeah.
3: This very elegant Thai man. Yeah. Boy, is he strong on this one? I mean, it's it's just gloom and doom. It's it's awful for those who've had it. Um, and Trump is now one of them. Well, that's interesting. It's it's basically the, the 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 situation is now that if you have uh, enough boosters, you're turned into an AIDS AIDS patient. As far as I can see, you're it's just like you've got AIDS. You know, you you get a you get a snuffle and you die. Um, you've got no immunity no, no, to no anything.
1: Thing. You know, John. The good thing about it, Prime Minister, on her on her big billboards, each booster get three months worth of freedom. Oh. oh.
3: Well, if you call eternal life, I suppose, if
1: you call visiting the
3: next world freedom, uh, yes, <laughs> yes, you will.
4: You'll be sent on your way.
3: You'll be sent. <laughs> yeah. He shares it with a smile. And
1: global mm. IQ will rise. Yeah. So after some freedom but without the boosters yeah. or without anything. You it's know, um, get- there's a tipping point. There's a tipping point the all-is-is, when we will assume the, um, the, uh, the ascendancy, right? And turn, yeah. things, around, yeah. and turn cool. things around. And turn things around. And that will come. And it will come admit, this year. And the reason is, we've got compelling leadership, right? Well, once they unite... And bring the people along with them. It's starting now, it's starting to take shape, it's starting to take form. Forget about the differences, forget about your set of politics and ours. Let's just agree to get together and to, in, 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 a, in a democratic way, come up with our manifestos, agree to what that might look like, a vision for our country, and be one that's totally inclusive. And uh, oh, that's yeah. taking shape. So I'm I'm, I'm pretty optimistic that um, we'll be in shape for the uh, the next uh, elections. And well, we, party will, that, we will we will begin to.
3: We're... Sorry, a party that works will be one where everyone feels um, an affinity with a new. It's almost. A, it has to be a revolutionary party, in my opinion. Uh, yes, to cope yes. to to cope with revolutionary times. I think people will vote in a revolutionary fashion if they know all of the bad things that are happening the way that we know them, and I don't think they do yet. I think too many people are using Facebook to post pictures of their meals and not you know, not using it as this wonderful resource for it being becoming informed. And the same with that messenger, the Facebook messenger. I get so much information from that, from people sending things around. Um, But we can't assume in our little echo chamber here that we represent the will of the people. That would be arrogant. We have to make sure that the people are informed um, and allowed to participate. And uh, I have a funny feeling that if they knew what we knew... Then they would probably share our broad broadly agreed views, and I think most people are uh, i think most people agree on most things most of the time that's my core belief I suppose as long as that information is allowed to flow and be discussed and sifted and sorted and you know put before people. I think most people would agree on most things most of the time and if you you could form a new party about that. But you have to put across very, very strongly, in my view, that there does not need to be a national party. It is not written in the Bible that there must be a national party. The people who oppose Labor say, oh, we'll we'll have to vote national because, or we'll have to vote ACT because, no, that is not the solution, in my view, having worked for these parties. Um, We must put across the idea that they must all be swept away the whole political class must be swept away, then you've got some ground to play with <laughs> but if you if you, If you go in with this miserable idea that oh well we 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 want to scramble for five percent you know you 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 can't start a party with the intention of getting to five percent you've got to get to fifty one uh that's the enormity of the task, but it can be done. You only need a couple mm-hmm. of million votes it's just common sense. Um, you just have to embrace common sense in a way that people don't feel threatened. They don't feel, in whatever the solution is, as a matter of as a matter of uh, great need. I nearly said necessity for four syllables, but you know, if we if we're thinking all the time about you know people on what you might call the right of politics. That believe that nothing nothing can be done for the first time, and that that's to me is the greatest danger. Um, That uh, there is this belief that you know it's it's all hopeless, and we we must tag ourselves. We must be the dog that wags Judith Collins or whatever, or, or or Luxon or. Or or the Greens or the Maori Party. We don't have to be anyone's dog. We can we can invent, as Trump showed. You can come from nowhere to somewhere really fast if you've got a uniting idea. And I'll shut up because I think that's probably the good place for me to can, for me can to finish. John that right. John um, idea. and Jane. What, what
4: about and Pim? What about if we had um, a written constitution like the American? What's wrong uh, with the American you're constitution? Ste- you're
8: stealing my question.
4: Oh, sorry. You finish, if, it. You finish
8: there, it. There, there is a there is already a written constitution in this country, and uh, some very bright people have, with a lot of consultation, uh, they're still working on one of the articles, and um, a dictionary, so that no one decides to change definitions as they do in the U.S., and so that's already most of that. Almost all of that work has been done already. So I am very much pro a constitution considering what I see going on over in the states versus what I see happening in other countries. And uh, in that constitution, there is a recall mechanism for every position in government so that if any one position gets out of control, the people can recall them and boot them out. So I am certainly for a constitution uh, that is very much a New, Z- New Zealand context, in, the, in New Zealand context, and this one specifically is. It was written that way and uh, will probably re- be revealed and not too – probably very soon, I think. So we'll all get that. So you that the,
1: the question, is a constitution? Yes, most certainly. And if one um, was completed,
4: that's uh, good. Peb, um, South Osman said word meaning is vital. You know how they like, the, the left like to change the meanings of words? Yep. Yes.
1: Clarity and is who's, vital. Who's our wordsmith?
3: Who's our wordsmith? Um, um, I think clarity, this is a time where we need utter clarity. Uh, there is too much waffle. There are too many euphemisms being used. Uh, and people are dying because of the confusion. It's always been the way, ever since the um, well, the the Normans invaded England uh, with their big fat, you know, Latin and Greek words. The little Anglo-Saxon peasants were getting by quite well with little words like ox and mull and sky and all this. Um, and suddenly, it had to be called the firmament and. Uh, and all these big French words came in and the legal people picked it up and all the politi- political people started talking in big big verbose words um, and that's just the English language but, but we've got to I, I really am obsessive about this we've really got to default to the short word the short sentence the short paragraphs and when we do that things open up and you can understand what's being said you can understand what 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 people are writing and saying, and it, a lot of it is about the words. If we can understand what people are saying to each other, we can make informed decisions. I like give that. Informed yes, consent. I agree with you, John.
1: Absolutely. Uh, uh, totally if agree.
3: we can't understand, then we'll sign up with things that we don't understand, and the next thing you know, we've we've mm. signed our lives away. Yep. One and two
4: syllable Anglo-Saxon words. That's, that's what we want.
3: Important you know it's like little girl is a video that's come, going around where little girl is being is being sort of wooed by by a, a vaxxer with a with a lovely balloon that she gets if she if she gives her informed consent and the vaxxer, whether it's a head teacher or whoever it is 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 using these big greek words on her that she you know do you understand you know that you might get myocarditis yes yes do you understand you might get you know Uh, Gilan Bala Bare syndrome. Oh yes, yes. She hasn't got a clue because the gradient is too steep. You know, in in the language. But you know, I might sound nuts when I say that. But um, imagine how much clearer things would be if if um, if the words were were smaller. And uh, so uh, uh, we need an outbreak of claret. We need claret, plain English or plain language in whatever. The solution is, as a matter of, as a matter of uh, great need. I nearly said necessity for four syllables, but you know, if we if we're thinking all the time about you know how can we make the word shorter, sometimes you know you will want the longer word, like the word understand is quite good. It's hard hard to beat. Grasp is not quite the same, but you know, it, if we apply that to every. Because words we're using all the time, we're listening to them, we're we're speaking them, we're writing them, um, and there's one other, but I can't can't bring it to mind, um, and reading them, uh, we don't think about it, but when you do think about it, they're really really important because they affect how information passes from one to the next. Sometimes that's really crucial. So we've got
4: a constitution somewhere um Shane we we're actually all of us we're we're just about to be chopped off that we might have two or three minutes so um if we get cut off you you'll have to forgive me but um you yeah, go ahead Shane
8: yeah osman makes a, a a great statement He says to understand is to stand under something that someone said and so words do matter they have meaning the profound thing i heard today was um Prince, who became a symbol, but the singer from the U.S. and uh, yeah, Yeah. it was recorded. He said, "You know, words have meanings, and they're spelled. And to spell is to cast a meaning over somebody." And I thought, Mm. "Wow, we spell words.
4: That's interesting." Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been thoroughly interesting, isn't it, John?
3: And the other thing, Pem, is that Grant here, who's doing the talking at the moment, he, mm-hmm. he you've been to Murapara too, haven't you? I wanted to get oh, that yeah. in at some point. I'll quickly, I wanted to tell you this.
4: Um, Pem, were you there in 69, 69 and 70?
1: No. I left to go to Tee Cole uh, 68. So I wasn't oh. here in 68, 69, 70. I was away in Artmore trainers Teachers Training College. No, so you were here. Um, my sister.
4: Okay. I was 9, nine or 10 in and 69, and my sister was sole-charged dental nurse at Murapara Primary School, and I think oh. she was there in either – I think she graduated 67 or 68, I think, but she oh. was only 21. And so she was there with uh, Dalwan, Dalwan Bowen, you know, Godfrey Bowen, the famous Shearer, God, Godfrey yes, and yes, Dalwan. Yes. Um, right, well, that, yeah. Their, their daughter, that's um, – so Ivan is no, her no. uncle. And Godfrey's her father, and uh, oh. so yeah, my brother and sister had a re- pretty serious car accident with the, uh, on the way to Muripara. Um and oh. uh, so yeah, so that was the end of her career in, in April 1970. But I thought yeah. you might You've remember, and I love that place. I really loved it. I stayed there with oh. her, my sister, and um, I, I couldn't get over the, how friendly the, uh, the Murapara people were, and what a lovely town it was. And and I, and I, I remember. Um, I was. Uh, I, I started running at the swimming pool, and the lady over the over the PA says, "Now we don't, we don't have naughty boys here in Murupara. You've got to walk." <laughs>
1: <laughs> but there well, was there was love the and yeah.
4: you know. Hearing this, oh, I really, I've got fond memories of Murupara. Yeah, yeah, and then the crash came in
1: 1980.
4: 1970, uh, April oh, no, the 1970. The crash, the crash, the oh, crash. yeah, <laughs> sorry, that was yeah, our crash. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. sorry,
1: sorry, the economic crash.
4: Yeah, economics. Yeah. You know something?
1: Two months, right. bang, out of went. Mm. But yeah, they were mm. great days then. Yeah.
4: Yeah, wonderful people. And you had a, um, a booming um, logging industry.
1: That's right.
4: Mm. Booming, absolutely booming. Um, but we, we'd love you. Would you come back and talk to us again,
1: Any Anytime, when you're ready. Yeah, I yeah. appreciate the opportunity, Grant. That'd I really do. Thank you.
4: That'd be great. They're going to chop us off any moment. So can great, we go Jim. on, Thanks, John, with um, uh, Kennedy?
0: in the history of mankind has ever relinquished power voluntarily. The power that they have taken away from us over the past 20 months, they will never give back. They have taken away our freedom of speech. They have closed the churches. They have taken away jury trials against companies no matter how negligent they are, no matter how reckless they are, no matter how grievous your injury, you cannot sue that company. They have taken away our property rights in the United States. They closed a million businesses for a year with no just compensation and no due process. They have taken away our right to be free of warrantless searches and seizures and surveillance by the government. This is a global coup d'etat against liberal democracy across the planet. And all of these rights that were taken away from us, these governments said it was temporary, it was only two weeks, it would be over, In truth, you can all see what's happening. They are taking those rights and they will never give them back unless we make them.